Papa God, I thank you that you are big and that you are fabulous and you're handsome and you're charming. And so, God, I thank you that you are going to charm our hearts. I thank you that you're going to woo us and that we are going to feel like the beloved of the Lord, that we will feel pursued and and delicious and delightful and delectable to you, God, that we would feel like you have just pursued the heck out of us, God. And um, I just pray every woman would experience the love of Jesus in such a tangible way. I ask you to take over my mouth and that my words would be your words, that I would say only what the Father says as the Father says it. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. So, um, I have been preparing for this and I really just felt like God was saying, it's not about my words. It's more about, he wants to just encounter us. And so 2012 was a lot and a lot of people went through a lot of stuff. Um, and if we were metaphorically like a battery and actually I went to a psychology conference called energy psychology, and it talks about how much the body has actual energy. And we are kind of like little batteries. We have a positive charge at the top of our head, and our feet have a negative charge. So you know how, like, you're at the grocery store, and you, like, get that shock and stuff? Our bodies are conduits of energy, and there's electric stuff going on in our bodies at all times. So what happens is when we go through trauma and we go through life events, all that stuff just kind of clings to us. And you can actually have trauma stored in your body. And so in therapy, one of the, you know, classic things is catharsis where the person finally achieves that emotional breakthrough of crying over their past. Um, It doesn't mean you have to cry, but there's just something that happens emotionally when the energy of that trauma or that that pain, whatever, when that comes out and I'm not storing that in my body anymore. And so God gave me the metaphor of recharge. And so here's two batteries. And so if we're like little batteries walking around, then here is one that's corroded and old. Unfortunately, you can't see the corrosion because they put plastic over them, but just take my word for it. It's corroded, it's old, and it is totally out of juice. It is burnt out. This one is fresh and shiny and ready for use and exciting. And so us as little batteries, um, we just go through life and stuff wears us down. It doesn't even have to be sin or bad stuff. It's just like we've been in the wilderness or we've been in the battle and we've been faithful. And part of that diligence is we just get exhausted and we get tired. And so I feel like the point for tonight is that God would like us to um, allow our battery to just get fully charged, to release the stuff from the past. So the other night I was at a conference and um, there was a beautiful worship going on. The anointing was awesome and I couldn't feel anything. I was like dry as dead bones. And I was like, God, what's going on? And then I saw this picture of him and it was like, he was across from the table. And so I jumped into his lap and I just started crying. And before I knew it, I was acknowledging some hurts and some pains that had happened that I wasn't even aware how much that had taken a toll on me. And so I'm crying in his lap and I'm just like, God, that sucked. That hurt. That was awful that I went through that. That was so blah. Like I don't have words for how bad that was. But I went through it, you know, and and I didn't even realize how much it impacted me until I tried to enter into his presence And there was some kind of an emotional block that was holding me back until I acknowledged it. And I started crying and snotting. I'm on the front row of the church. And I'm like, oh, this is real cute. Um, But I'm just crying in his arms. And it was just like I felt his presence. And the worship was just alive. And I was like, oh, my gosh, how important that we bring all of those chambers of our heart to the Lord. Even stuff that we think we're pretty tough, you know, I can get through that and it's, it's not that big. Other people are suffering across the world, but that stuff does accumulate. It wears on us. And so we want to be able to have hearts that are, that are ready to receive that charge. And so part of the corroded battery is stuff accumulates. So if you have disappointment, that's a big one. That it's like it's hard to kind of open that place up to the Lord. If you're weary, if you're burnt out, if you're sad, um, if there's unconfessed sin. And that's just stuff that just kind of hinders us in that connection with the Lord. And his heart is so good that he's not telling us to repent because he's mad at us. It's because he wants that corroded stuff out of the way so that that perfect charge um, can fill us back up. And so my favorite thing in the world is repentance. 
He's never mad at me. He's never scolding me. He just goes, oh, pumpkin, that was judgment. And I'm like, oh, God, I repent of judgment in my heart. Thank you for showing it to me because I don't want anything to affect my connection with him. And if my little battery gets um, corroded, I'm not able to connect with him the same way. Like, you know how you can sit and have your quiet time and do all your good stuff and get in the posture to receive, but there's still that dryness? That might be something that there's some kind of a heart connection that may need to be addressed. And so just taking that heart connection back to the Lord and being like, hey, you know, I think my heart is a little dry. A little housekeeping, God, is there anything that you'd like to show me? Because I want to have this heart that's just always full and that I'm pouring out, giving out of you, God, and not out of me. Um, the other day I was <laughs> burnt out. I was quitting. I'm like, I'm never going into psychology ever again. I'm going to be a sales clerk. I'm leaving all of this. And, um, and I've never had that point in my life before. I've always just kind of been one of those like small, faithful, under the radar type people. Um, and so I was like, wow, God, how did I get to this point that I'm like quitting everything? Um, and so God showed me that I had been in an assignment for seven months working with an, a particular person. And that seven months was not horrific, but every once in a while it was kind of like trauma, you know, and it was kind of like, uh, you know, and then you get through it and you kind of weather the storm and then you're like, oh, okay, oh my gosh, okay. You know, and it was seven months of that. And I didn't realize how much that had taken a toll. And it was just that stuff that we go through. It just kind of wears on our little battery. And because I, I didn't realize that I wasn't getting more God energy, I was doing more Shannon energy with this person, um, that what happened is I allowed fear and doubt to come in. And so there was an issue going on that I stopped trusting in the goodness of God. And I started allowing fear to have legal access to me. And so that's not God's fault, obviously, because I gave permission for fear and doubt in my life that that just slowly drained my little battery. And it wasn't a major issue. It wasn't like a flagrant sin. But our heart condition, because I always want my heart in the way to receive, my little heart was constantly getting sucked dry from this situation. And so God was like, all of that had taken a toll and you were just kind of done. The situation had come to such a head that I was like, I am done. I never want anything ever. Does nobody call me? Like, I am so done. Because Shannon was operating in her own strength as long as she had fear and doubt in her life. Um, and I didn't even know it. And so um, I was sick in bed for two days. I was hormonal. Um, hadn't been eating because I was sick. And so it was just one of those days that I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so burnt out. And then it was the sweetest thing in the world. The Lord provided my mom to spend the night. But, um, people started just calling out of the blue. It was just like refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. God knew that moment was going to come where I was going to be at the end of my rope, where I was burnt out. And yet he had this recharge moment already set up. Like there was stuff I could see already positioned. There was a phone date for a friend to call me that happened to already be set for that night. You know, there was just so many things that he positions for us. And he's just such a gentleman in the way that he cares for us. And truthfully, my burnout was the best thing that could have happened to me because it alerted the heart stuff that I didn't even know and the legal access the enemy had to me that I didn't even know. And so for us, my hope is tonight is that any of the stuff that we've just kind of been dragged on our battery, the assignments of 2012, the wilderness, the, you know, stuff we've gone through and we've just been faithful little soldiers for Christ, you know, being in the wilderness and being in the battlefield, we just get wounded and there's stuff that just happens. And so our hope is that tonight is just a time for daddy to recharge our battery, to scrub clean our hearts, to give him legal access because he's a gentleman. You, you know, he stands at the door and knock. I have to give him permission into disappointment or anger or frustration, even frustration at him, things he might have done that um, hurt our feelings. And so allowing him into that area so that our, our receiver can be um, fresh and that he can just charge us tonight. And so that's my prayer is that tonight would be a time for us to just encounter the Lord and just his rich display of love. So let's pray. Have you close your eyes and your hands open to receive?
how you use your imagination and picture your mind as like a chalkboard and we just erase it. Clear the thoughts, the agenda, the stuff of the day. And just release all of that. And use your imagination to picture this waterfall of unconditional love entering from the top of your head and just drenching all of you. Use your imagination to picture walking from your head down to your heart. And there's this clearing and green grass and a beautiful meadow. You feel free and nothing bad can happen here. Have you pictured this kind-eyed man who smiles at you with approval? Any motions for you to follow? And you see this clearing where this incredible banquet table has already been set. It's breathtaking looking like it's just for royalty. And you see that he backs the chair at the head of the table, and this has all been prepared just for you. As if to say, well done, good and faithful servant. You have completed the assignments of 2012. He's proud. Have you emotionally feel yourself releasing the burdens of 2012? The things that you've carried, the assignments. And picture placing those in these big, wonderful Papa hands. That he's big enough to carry those. We're just going to release the people the situations, the finances, the economy, the nation, whatever has burdened you, we're going to put that in his hands. And I'll just have you repeat out loud after me. We'll do it all together. Papa God, my job is to be delighted in. Jesus, you said your yoke is easy and your burden is light. So I release my burdens to you today. And I release the people that I've been carrying to you. You're proud of me. And I can release these into your hands. And trust that they will be taken care of. Have you use your imagination and picture you're at that banquet table. And you're just eating and drinking all of your favorite things. It's just a time to celebrate. You've completed so much in 2012. The old has passed away. Allow yourself to celebrate the victory. savoring this moment of being done and accomplishing. So many times we live from task to task and we forget to stop and celebrate. Have you picture streamers and balloons and maybe even Jesus wants to get you up and dance with you. thoughts of unworthiness or undeserving, we command those to leave right now in the name of Jesus. 
Every woman is worthy. Every woman is deserving. How do you picture that he puts you in this royal gown and you feel elegant and lovely? captivating like you're the only one in the room and he only has eyes for you allowing yourself to feel special have you picture that you uh, that he leads you to another clearing and there's this big cartoon size heart and I'll just have you notice if there's any barriers if there's any hindrances sometimes we go through life and we start building up a little self protection and those aren't bad but they do hinder our ability to just receive a fresh charge from the Lord So if you sense anything, and I'm the type of person that I'll just repent of everything just to be on the clear side, but if you sense anything, just, Lord, I release my barriers, my uh, self-protection, my walls. Just letting any hindrance come down. And in this atmosphere of trust, Continue to see that waterfall of unconditional love washing over your heart. Have you picture there's a door in that big cartoon heart? And if you're willing, allowing Jesus to enter with you. And him just bringing his effervescent light. And I'll have you just acknowledge with the Lord in your heart any disappointments, any heaviness, frustration, sadness, anything that may have accumulated. And just releasing those things. Putting it in his box and letting him take it away. Jesus, I open every chamber of my heart to you because I trust that your love will heal my heart, will lift any burden, and make beautiful any disappointment. that waterfall of unconditional love refreshing your heart washing over you anything that needs to be done let it be done Picture this big hug around your heart. And I'll have you ask the Lord for a word for this season as we look to starting and um, enjoying 2013.
start to wiggle your fingers and toes. Start to open your eyes and relax. And if anyone feels comfortable to share, you can share anything that God might have any pictures or any words he might have given, and if not, that's okay. Sometimes it can be encouragement to someone else. She got a smiley face on her heart. Um, I just want to tell you thank you, and I think it's good. I think a lot of times we get so um, um, exhausted or anxious looking forward to the following year that we stop to acknowledge and reflect on the year. And, um, and I think sometimes we... When we look forward, you know, just at the beginning of the year, we just hear so much New Year's resolutions and bringing positivity. Positivity, And for whatever reason, I think um, human nature causes us to try to remember the bad things and not repeat them. But we forget to, um, to look at the accomplishments and the assignments that we did do well. And that, you know, it doesn't, just because there was negative things doesn't mean it was a negative year altogether. You know, so I think it was really nice tonight to acknowledge the assignments that were completed and things like that. I guess I'll go next. Um, all the places you took us to tonight, I've been there before. In the meadow. Dancing with the Lord. In the waterfall. But it's been a long So it was really nice to go back there. And like Nadia was saying, looking back at last year, there really were a lot of victories. Even in the midst of difficulty, there were a lot of victories. And so it was nice to take time to just say, wow, it's awesome. Thank you, Lord. And then he did help me do inventory on my heart. And I had to acknowledge that I did have some disappointment in areas that I didn't want to admit that I had disappointment in because I would show I was weak. And that's okay. And then the word that the Lord gave me for this season was abundance. I'm like, really? He goes, I really want to lavish my abundance on you this year. I want to show you even more than I have in the past how much I love you and how much I want to pour on you in every area of life. And then I want you to do it even more to others. I want you to lavish that abundant love on others. Thank you. That that was a great, great thing that we just did. That was really awesome. And, you know, the Lord was speaking so many things to my heart and, and you know, you were saying, you know, what is the Lord saying for 2013? And I kept, you know, the Lord was talking to me so rapid, you know, so many things were going off. And I was like, Lord, I want a word. I mean, I want a scripture. I want the word. And I just think it's a great word for this year for everybody. And that's why I wanted to share it. And the Lord spoke to me and he said, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you all the desires of your heart. So I think this is a year that we should just delight in God and watch him. Because I've been hearing all the talk that everybody's saying, you know, this is the year that God is, look, seems hidden, but he's right there. And this is a year of prosperity. And this is a year where prayers that have been sitting on shelves will be answered. And so I think to say, delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you all the desires of your heart is truly a, a, a roundabout way of saying all of those things that the Lord kept speaking to me. So I just felt like I should share that with the group. Um, 
the word I got was clarity. And I feel that, that he's speaking that to my heart, but to others that this year we will get clear understanding, not of the things that we want understanding of, but the things that we need understanding of. So listen uh, for that clear word, that clarity that he's going to give you deep in your heart. I got royalty. You are my royal priesthood. When we were in the feasting room celebrating um, and Jesus came and you donned your beautiful gown and he's, he was dancing with you and he said, don't forget, no matter where, where you've come from or what you're going through or what you're about to go through, to stop and celebrate the king and the fact that you are his royal princess. You are royalty. Good evening, ladies. Um, um, God gave me this picture, and he told me in a bold and loud voice that we are going to be the tree planted near the water and in and out of season that we're going to bear fruits. And that's really wonderful. And I've been really, really amazed by his faithfulness over my life. And I just couldn't grasp that it's real, but it is real. And it's really like overwhelming. But to know that, to know that you don't have to really work or be good just to earn that kind of love that's really a gift that you know we all you know even if we all receive even without deserving it so i really thank god for that tree that he put into my life and that tree is going to bear fruits in and out of season I just got like, you know, like the commercial with when you need vitamins and that lady's walking around with the hose and it's all these vitamins. Well, when I closed my eyes, I could see like my heart, like God was taking all the old stuff and putting new stuff. But like Deborah was talking about the crown, it, my heart, it was just so pretty. Like it was just pumping and just so pretty. And it was like replaced with all kinds of pretty things and like a crown was around it. And so I was like standing there when you were saying to let God shower you. And it's like, he's showering you just peace, Mary. You know, it's okay. Everything's going to be okay. Every little thing that's old and you think you're not worthy or something, it's all taken away. It's just, my heart looked just so pretty. That's all. So I feel like that there's two parts is tonight is us getting fresh, yummy, wonderful, connected hearts, our batteries getting recharged, but then also um, that this can't be maintained unless um, I create that context every day to put myself in my charger. And so um, just like our phone batteries would die if we didn't plug them in. And so we're the same way. We're these little positive, negative, we're these little batteries walking around. And um, if we don't take Sabbath, you know, I mean, a lot of women, I can't imagine the juggling and the roles and the things that you have to do in your daily life. And it would make my head spin to understand half of what you do in your lives. Um, but I think part of the act of faith is trusting, Lord, if I let all of this, you know, be put in your hands and I just rest, then that's an act of faith to trust that my, you know, all my little plates aren't going to just crash, that all my balls aren't going to fall to the floor and everything I've been, you know, trying to be faithful with, that those are the things that God's asking us to release into his hands. That that is an act of faith. It's a, and uh, in Hebrews, it talks about entering into rest. And so we want to be people that create a lifestyle of rest. Um, we have a culture that is amped up by anxiety, by, you know, news alerts. I mean, my phone is constantly, I have stuff going on all the time. I mean, it's, it's 
like a media culture, you know, and, and our news thrives on fear. And we live in a culture that's constantly going to tell you the bad report. Um, but we want to be those people that believe God for great things and believe that he does still place the Israelites and his chosen ones, which are us, in the land of Goshen, that he can protect us, that he can provide for us, that if he needs to make manna, I don't think heaven is out. I think that he can still make manna. I think that he can still provide friendships or, you know, um, good people for your kids to hang out with and good influences. And, and I believe that today for God to be able to just trust him in this year, that we're going to hear all kinds of things in the next year and not let our little battery get corroded by fear, by anxiety, by worry, rumination. All those things are like corrosion. And every time I come to the Lord, it's like a checklist and a, oh my gosh, God, and then this and this, and okay, read my scripture and blah, blah, blah. My battery's not getting charged. You know, I'm doing the checklist, but my heart needs that connection time with him. And he said it's that still small voice, it's that silence, it's that place of just being connected with him. And that can be in the grocery store and that can be in your life because he likes to do those tasks with us. But carving away time to just sit at his feet and let him pour over us, to lay and just let him do the work. And today um, I just had a picture and I was praying with my girlfriend of taking a bubble bath. And so today by faith I took a bubble bath and trusted that there's nothing I can do in this little planet um, that's anything compared to what he can do. So if I enter into his rest, he will exponentially cause everything else to blossom in my life. And I believe that for each of us, that if we will be mindful to cultivate a lifestyle of rest, of trust, of believing that, Dad, you really can take care of this. And it's that quick because, you know, the fiery darts will come and it's my choice to go, yeah, I should worry about that and then get distracted or I should, you know. And even sometimes for me, um, I'm a natural intercessor. So it's easy for me to constantly like be praying for people instead of just letting God minister to me. And so for people who are used to carrying burdens and carrying things before the Lord, that's wonderful. But your battery equally needs to be charged. And your intercession is awesome, but your little battery does need his charging. And so um, my encouragement is that we would carve out that regular time to plug us in and to just rest and to just receive. And then um, I would like to bless us going into 2013. And so if it's okay, we'll close our eyes again. So that one was saying goodbye to 12, and now we're going to say welcome 2013. So have you take some deep breaths and just feel that peace washing over you like tidal waves, feeling yourself sinking into the chair. And I'll have you picture your insides are like soda and that carbonation and the bubbles coming up of hope. And I'll have you repeat after me. I come out of agreement with all fear, with all anxiety, with all worry and negative reports. God, you have good things in store for me. You have a hope and a future for my life. So, Lord, I thank you that any false perception I have of you is being replaced with the truth of seeing you as you actually are. you picture that he takes some soap and just washes away the scales off your eyes to see him accurately. And repeat after me. And Papa God, I repent of any old ways of seeing myself. that are inaccurate, too small, uh, too weak, incapable, 
when you say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I am a powerhouse in Christ. I am a revivalist. The call on my life is sure. The gifts, the talents, and the anointing are without repentance, meaning you will never take them away. So I give you permission to activate those gifts on the inside of me. Forgive me for limiting you and limiting what you've put in me and limiting who you say that I can be. Forgive me for my small thinking about our future together. I'll just have you picture that the Lord is showing you this road traveling before you. And this horizon, this warm sunlight, and maybe some butterflies, and birds are chirping. Even if there are storms ahead, they will clear and they will make the land even more vibrant and fresh and beautiful. I choose to enter my promised land and believe that I can't even imagine, hope, or dream all the things you have prepared for me. We can do this, God. 2013 will be a blessing. I welcome 2013 with expectancy. I'll just have you picture holding hands with Jesus. And just going for a walk. And walking down that path toward your destiny. He's got the map, so you don't have to worry about knowing the way. And some of you might skip. A childlike side might emerge. And some of you might march. A warrior side might emerge. He might twirl you as you're walking. Allow yourself to be free with him. Have you start to slowly open your eyes when you're ready. anybody wants to share anything the Lord showed them, that would be fine. And if not, that's okay too. Oh, it's cute. She was fighting with Jesus on which way to hold hands. Like, um, you know how, like, you see in the movies how they have, like, a gurney? Not, but, like, the old school ways where it's, like, the sticks and then, like, the cloth or whatever. I really felt like I saw him just, like, carrying me. And then there was a part of me that was, like, 
are you going to have to carry me a long ways? And I really felt like it was a good thing. Like I just, there's going to be a lot this year, but I'm just going to allow him to carry me and it's going to be cool. Like, I don't feel like weakened by it. I'm just going to allow him to. I'll go next again. <laughs> Mine was more like a date and just kind of walking hand in hand. And, and when you said the words, he's got the map and he knows which way you're going, it's just brought so much joy to my heart. I'm like, I don't have to strive in that area. I can just hold his hand and we can walk along. And, and then along the way, we stopped and he's like, Let's just twirl. And he, you know how you hold hands with someone and you go round and round in a circle? Let's just celebrate this moment. And, and then there was a bouquet of flowers. Look what I have for you. And then, and then he goes, oh, and look at these fabulous cakes you love to eat. <laughs> look what I have you for you right here. And then we stopped at a bistro. And he's going, I have your favorite coffee for you right here. And then you said, open your eyes. And I'm like, I'm not ready. <laughs> But it just was, it was his way of saying along this journey, there are such really special moments. And if you'll just trust me with every step, it's, even if there's difficult moments, the wonderful moments will far outshine whatever thing, anything I have to face this year. I was like swinging from his hand, and he was just looking down and smiling at me, and I was swinging. So I'm just going to swing through 200, uh, 2013. Yeah. <laughs> Woo-hoo! That's a declaration. I like it. Anybody else? Oh. It was that one part where we were holding hands, and I saw us in the park, and I said, let's race. So we take off running, and the wind stops right here, but we never outran each other. We ran right alongside. And it was so much fun, and yet it was so peaceful at the same time because I never got in his way, and he didn't get in my way. It was like so peaceful. I like that. so beautiful that he was holding my hand but he was turning me around saying I'm just turning you around and I'm saying have your way in me God have your way in me and all I could feel is his presence and I felt like a little girl just turning me around Um, when, when you had us the first time, I didn't realize I was carrying some burden and, um, for 2013, it was, it was like when we were walking together, you know, when like a little kid in the thunder or lightning and you just hold on to your dad's arm or something and you just feel okay because I felt like I had to apologize for my faith. And he just said, you don't have to apologize for me ever. And I've, I've felt that in 2012, I've, I've had to, other Christians have made me feel small for my conviction. And that's okay. That's them. That's not me. Okay, so for me, when it's it's actually been really difficult for me to picture holding hands for, with Jesus for some reason, but this time I was able to picture it, but it was almost like um, like I was holding his hand, but I was kind of like 
hiding behind him in a sense, like hiding behind him, like he's protecting. It's like I kind of had this awkward feeling about me, but yet I was holding his hand and like putting my head on his shoulder and just like kind of hiding behind him like he was my shield. And so, um, so I don't know, you know, what's ahead, but I do know that that's something that he's just been speaking over me lately is just that he is my shield. Um, so it was just neat to kind of get a picture of that. Really cool. Well, we were walking, holding hands, and there was a bunch of roads, but we had been on the same one, and you could even see, like, the imprints of my footsteps because we had been walking back and forth on the same road, and he said, you know, if you just let me guide you, I can take you to so many great places. So we started to turn on a different road, and then you made us open our eyes. So I guess this new year, I'm just going to let him take me to new places. So, yeah, new roads. Yay! How exciting. Yeah. Well, when you mentioned the road, I looked at my road, and it was windy. And I would rather have it straight. <laughs> but we don't always get to see where we're going. And it was dusty, kind of like a dirt road. And... I'd rather have it clean. <laughs> but I went with it anyway, and I got dust on my feet. And But as a child, you don't care. You just run and play, and it's just fine. And there was gravel on the roads. It, wasn't, it just wasn't smooth and neat and clean like I'd hoped it would be. So, Lord, whatever you have, <laughs> you're with me <laughs> the whole way. And I fear not. It'll be all good. You'll work it all together for good, right, Pam? That's good. Well, I, first of all, I want to thank you from the conference in the summer. Um, you were talking about that thing where you just crying and crying at the beginning of this one. And, you know, that is what happened to me, and the Lord showed me some very powerful things that happened in my past. So I was set free from a lot of things, so thank you for that. There was a huge breakthrough for me at your conference, and I think you're so talented. Thank you. Um, and so I have to laugh, though, at all the people that are like, you made us open our eyes. So I'm wondering what would happen if we did that exercise for like 30 minutes and then everybody got to tell their story because people just had these amazing stories, and I'm like, and then we had to open our eyes. I'm like, but I want to know more, you know? So I just had to share that. I thought it was funny. Um, so as part of our exercises, um, we want to be people who regularly engage the Lord like this. And so, um, one of the reasons that there's value is one, there's value in testimonies, right? And secondly, um, every time I hear something, I hope it provokes a, uh, a good jealousy of like, God, I want that. She gets to hold your hand like that. Like, I want to know you as a hero, or I want a road, or I want this, you know, like that we'll be people who brag on God so much that it's like provoking in the other person a hunger and a desire for those things also. That we spend so much time talking about, you know, uh, the negative or the other stuff going on in life, and that's fine. But wouldn't it be great if I was like, oh, my gosh, you're not going to believe my quiet time this morning. Like we were at a bistro, and then it was like this and blah, blah, blah. And that's what really has helped me in my singlehood be content in singleness for so long is because Jesus does take me on dates. And, you know, and I I spend time with him and it's just fun. And so um, I would love to encourage each of you to go back to that place um, and just enjoy him and use your imagination. There's nothing that's too weird for him. And actually, a lot of the weird stuff, I'll go back and look up at scripture or I'll look up, you know, online like a Google and be like, okay, what does that mean? Like, if it's a weird symbol or it's something that really stands out, um, you definitely know it's not from you. (laughs) So then you can go look it up and be like, hmm, what little story are you wanting to tell me? You know, because like a tree, what does that mean? Except if you know in Psalms, it means a whole lot. And throughout scripture, it's interwoven. And that that's an awesome theme. But if you get something that you don't know, then that's an opportunity to research it with him. Like it's a scavenger hunt. And then you can go and search it out and you can talk to your friends and pray about it and be like, oh, guys, look what the Lord is showing us. And so making it fun and playful that our quiet times aren't just 
getting the tasks done, but that it is refueling and recharging and energizing. And so I pray that tonight we leave energized and rejuvenated and that our little batteries got plugged in and that um, we are people that continue to plug us in every day so that 2013 we're not carrying our own burdens, but Jesus is carrying the heavy stuff and we just get to hold his hand every day. So God, we just seal what you've done tonight. We thank you that you have pursued us. We thank you that you will continue to pursue us. And God, I thank you for women walking in their destiny, God. And I thank you for the women that are going to leave here and they're going to be world changers and they're going to have greater views of you and of themselves and of other people. That we are dynamic and awesome and we are not the tail, but we are the head. We are not less than, but we are exactly who you designed us to be, God that we would embrace all the different aspects of you and all the different aspects of ourselves. And I ask that you'd help us to identify and carve out the exact time of the day that we can regularly date you and allow you to court us. We love you in Jesus' name. Send us home safely. Amen. Well, God bless you all. Thank you for coming tonight. And um, if you need prayers, um, some of our prayer team can come up here. We'd be glad to pray with you if anyone needs personal prayer. And if we do not have you on our mailing list, we'd love to have you fill out a form out there on the table so that we can let you know what's going on throughout the year, throughout 2013. And we pray God's abundant blessings on each one of you and that He will guide and lead you and direct your path and order your steps. The bottom line, ladies, we trust him. We have to trust him with today, tomorrow, every second, and he has us safe in him. So we love you all, and we hope that you know that from the bottom of our heart here at Generations that we love you. We welcome you to any event that we have. We'd love to have you join us for all our conferences, retreats, little days out like this. And, again, if we don't have your address or or your information, please let us know so we can mail the postcards to you and let you know what's going on. God bless you.